Good evening, God, from your two playthings, Tony, the ever-reliable flusher, and myself, the ever-unreliable flesher. Now, glad we got that out of the way. Actually, we haven't got out of it anyway, but have begun down another adventure of getting in our own ways as we find our way. All rise. All right. Before I say what I have in my tiny little brain, I want to express this is no dig at my Tony. He is a friend, but hey, he is not a cuddly friend. His cold, solid body may be something I sit on or stand over, but I don't hug Tony. Well, unless I have had way too much to drink, and then I hug Tony with all my might. We do hug with all our might sometimes, especially when we are young. We hug something very dear and very precious to us. Our stuffed animals. That's right. Our stuffed animals. Now, just to be clear, God, I'm not talking about a stuffed turkey at Thanksgiving. I am, of course, referring to a manufactured item sewn together and stuffed with polyester filling and adorned with plastic eyes and a nose or whatever to make this product appear more real. All right. Was I being a bit too clinical back there in my description of, of a stuffed animal? <laughs> I offer no defense. For who or whatever exists on this planet is manufactured in one way or another. And though the birthing of a stuffed animal is not explored on a kid's nature show, it has always struck me as remarkable that children never see a stuffed animal as something birthed from a factory or a small craft shop. There are no questions, just acceptance. Do you, God, do you see us as manufactured by DNA and the invisible patient hands of evolution? I mean, we are your experiment as to whether flesh and spirit can not only coexist, but create something greater than the sum of their parts. To me, to me, this is, just is, and I have no desire to debate this point. However, we were put together do we, did we, in, the, in your eyes, start out as a stuffed animal to you that you grew to care about, to protect, and challenge? The stuffed animals like us are a blend of various materials, but like with so many stories like Pinocchio and Corduroy Beer, what is missing is that one special ingredient, spirit, an energy that turns it all on. In every toy store across the world, there are teddy bears sitting lifeless on shelves. Then one day, one day, a child stops, looks, and takes a chance. He or she picks up the bear and holds it tightly. And in that moment, the bear comes to life, for it is imbued with caring and acceptance. Even when you're two-legged or young, we unconsciously want to take the gift of magic, the gift of a life force, and share it. A child simply cannot help itself. You have given us life. We want to give life to the lifeless. Mary Shelley, look, look. Put your hand down. This is not about you, and I'm not accepting questions at this time. Sit down, Mary. The teddy bear, the buddy, the doggy, the horse, the penguin is alive in the arms of every boy and girl. For some, where stuffed animals are nowhere to be found, children go out of their way to make their own little animal out of wood or leaves. The ingredients of creations are less important than whatever the ingredients 
are because they are accepted and they are loved. It doesn't take long for a child to gather friends, be it at school or on the soccer pitch, but no friend is with you when you wake up and when you go to bed, except that one dear friend, your stuffed animal. When you crawl under the covers at night, you are never alone. If you have a bad dream, your stuffed animal will not run away, but waits for you to cry on its soft belly. No matter even, even when you've had a bad day and have said fuck you to the world, you never say fuck you to your teddy bear. Unless, of course, well, it's a swear bear. Now, a swear bear is the most ingenious, vulgar creation ever brought to the planet. What looks like a sweet, cuddly, small teddy bear, stuffed, actually though, not with polyester, but with a vocabulary that would make a drunken sailor feel right at home. Just squeeze its little tummy and out will vomit such gems as cocksucker and motherfucker. Oh, the joy of it all. Our boys got these swear bears as teens, and they were wondering, what the hell are we getting stuffed teddy bears? We're too old for this. Well, when they squeezed the bear's belly, even they were taken back by the unbearable, raunchy rants. Now, I will confess that maybe the boys feel they're too old for a stuffed animal, but I'm not. I actually have a beanie baby chocolate mousse that lies by my side in bed every night. When I think about how long my stuffed friend has been with me, I can't remember. And you know, that's always a sign that that's been a very, very long time. And I have to say, when it gets tossed off the bed by accident, I actually start to panic and frantically look to find it and return it to safety. Yes, 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 of course I have issues and this is one in a long list. And lately, well, lately I find waves of moodiness pour over me. I lie in bed at night and wonder, why is it that when I cuddle up with my stuffed chocolate mousse that I instantly feel my doubts and worries to be replaced by the simple words, it's okay. Jeez, what the fuck? I mean, what is going on with me with all this sappy soup of words? I don't know, God. Maybe I need to increase my Lexapro dosage. Well, I may need to, but I think during these turbulent days we are living through, nothing seems more logical than to seek out a stuffed animal. We talk about how dogs help to keep us from going completely off the tracks, but what about stuffed animals? How many adults, I wonder, secretly have a stuffed animal, right? Right? How many? Because a stuffed animal cannot speak or tweet or text you. It just is. A stuffed animal will never nag you or say you are lazy or dense or lacking. We'll leave that for our friends, our two-legged friends who breathe and speak when probably they shouldn't. Anyway, I chocolate moose has never ever said I talk too much or I am too loud after a bottle of wine. And unlike a living pet, your stuffed animals, well, they don't have to poop or that poop doesn't need to be shoveled, or the litter bark doesn't need to be changed, or meals need to be made, or pills be given, or vets visits, or vets bills, or make a creative stain streak on the family rug. How could you, Fido? Without a beating heart or breath, your stuffed animal is a witness, is a witness to your daily trials 
of life. Every day on the world streets, God, live the homeless. For the longest time, when I saw a person living on the street with a dog, I thought that person was being cruelly selfish. I mean, look, come on. You can't take care of yourself, and you have taken on the responsibility of caring for another living being. Then it hit me one day that a dog was a symbol to the world that I may be down and out. Maybe I've made a shitload of mistakes, but guess what? Someone loves me. Sometimes I think we should provide every one of our down-and-out comrades a stuffed animal to remind them they are loved, that your game, God, is not for the faint of heart, that it can bring down the mighty and leave the able confused and questioning. There, for the grace of God, go I, stuffed animals. That's what we should call them. I have no doubt that on the pavement, as night descends, shimming into a cardboard box or covering themselves in newspaper or a blanket, that the stuffed animal would not be left in the cold. Others may not care about me, but I won't do that to you, my teddy bear. With every setting sun, God, take notice of the stuffed animals lying beside your breathing creatures. Take notice of me if you want to. We come in with our dear stuffed animals, our dear stuffed friends, something we cannot do with you, regardless of how much one believes. No matter... No matter whether you sleep at the Four Seasons or under a hotel bridge, you cannot be held, God. And so we reach out to our stuffed animals. Now, yes, yes, of course we have a partner, many of us, in our beds, but we cannot cuddle with them. Well, we can. But it's interesting. But they have the scent of the day of the day's ups and downs on their skins. And I find that even though I kiss Diane at night, I turn and cuddle actually with my stuffed friend, my chocolate moose, who has no such sense, who has no lingering worries or misgivings or wants or restlessness. I turn and hold on to my manufactured stuffed moose, close my eyes, and fall asleep. Is it silly, God, to chat to you tonight about a stuffed animal? Is it even sillier to admit that I have a stuffed animal? So often we just need someone, something neutral that hasn't been damaged or soiled by the game of life. And interestingly, you know, uh, as I always think about a song, I realized, oh my gosh, I wrote a song many, many years ago to the boys about their teddy bears. And I found that song and I'm reviving it for you tonight. So, cuddle up, take a listen. Whenever I can't sleep 
I don't know what to do. I reach out and take a hold of you. Whenever I'm afraid and my tears they start to drop, I hold you dear and never want to stop. My Teddy, I love him so. My Teddy, When thunder starts to roar And I'm stuck, stuck, yes, stuck all day indoors We gather pillows and make a grocery store Whenever I get mad And angry words want to fill my head Teddy, wherever I go, oh, there's no one who I look up to who comforts me the way you do, my Teddy. What a natural transition from talking about stuffed animals to going to bed. But I still find it somewhat mysterious that we cuddle up with things that we are comfortable and actually long for that, that chance I've been joked about and teased that I will talk to anyone or anything. And you know, if you think about it, everything, everyone, is just a collection of atoms and molecules moving about. Nothing is static. If we look close enough, Everything is alive. And we reach out to the atoms and molecules that make us all up. <laughs> and sometimes you just want to hold on and cuddle. Well, you know what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be getting in the bed and cuddling with my chocolate mousse and closing my eyes 
and hopefully going to sleep. Night God. Rest. Mm-hmm.